Welcome to Rag Chew. And if you're as curious as a kitty cat as I am, you can follow us over on Facebook and Twitter at Rag Chew Podcast. I'm Max, and some people are so fake that Barbie is starting to get jealous. <laughs> and I'm Cade, and I swear I have not been drunk throughout this entire isolation. You, you, would you put your life on that one, Cade? Yes, <laughs> I would, because uh, there's been at least a couple days that I've skipped. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've actually only, throughout this entire period, had three beers. And that That's was impressive. on the same night. That's same night. Really, really impressive. Yeah, I I don't know what it was. I just, I, I, okay, so I'm having to work from home. So a little bit of it is that, like, during the week, I can't really keep going. But at the same time, I think I'm worried that my supply will go low and go dry. But also, I don't know. I just I haven't been in the mood. I'm very much of a social drinker, though. If I drink, I have to be with other people and it makes it a lot more enjoyable. So I was drinking while playing Xbox with a couple of the boys. So it was a lot more enjoyable that way. But if it's me by myself, it just I don't know. It just doesn't feel as exciting. You know what I mean? Yeah, I could see that. I I don't know. I do. I'm, I'm kind of with you in the avenue of it's more social, but I, because I've been playing Xbox for several hours a day, every day, uh, you know, by the time, cause I got a buddy of mine that I play with, uh, still is still working at the moment. Um, for those of you out there who are curious what day this is, um, it is the Thursday that our, um, I guess what do you want to call it? Curfew, uh, quarantine, stay at home order, I guess goes into effect for the city of Orlando, Florida. Um, so things will change after tonight, but he's still working and doesn't get home till like two or three. So when he gets home, it's like, we start playing. And then the next thing I know, I'm like, you know, three, four beers in. And it's like, all of a sudden a shot sounds like a good idea. <laughs> when in all reality, it usually isn't. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. So that, that ends up happening, but there's been a couple of times where I've been like, you know, I probably should just skip today <laughs> for my health. <laughs> You know what? I, I will admit I lied. I have had five because I was pressure washing the driveway the other day, which yes, sir. can we talk about how satisfying pressure washing is? It really is, though, especially when you first start like making progress. Um, it you just see like the dirt uh, where it used to be and how clean it is now. And for those of you out there uh, who have ever thought about, uh, I guess, Max and I's thought process, uh, we both pressure washed back to back days in a row and did not plan it. No, no. And it was really weird because I told him, I was like, oh, I was pressure washing. He goes, me too. And I was like, we're like brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, it was so interesting because uh, I was pressure washing. Dude, it took me five hours to pressure wash my entire driveway. So we didn't have one of those like rolly, I guess. Oh, the discs, man. Yeah, the discs. Disc, man. We So I was borrowing a neighbor's pressure washer, which was super, super cool that he loaned it over to us. Because we said, hey, we, we should probably get this done while, you know, we're not while doing much. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I have a day to dedicate to this. And it took us five hours because all he had was the gun. And my driveway is a good, I'm going to say, 20 feet long. It's it's a pretty long driveway. I'm probably off. I'm, I'm really, I'm going to be honest. I'm not good at guesstimating measurements at all. Yeah. But it's, it's how a many pretty. Cars, how many cars can you park in a row like before it gets full? Just two or three? Counting the garage? Uh, let's let's not count the garage. Okay, not counting the garage. One, two, three. I'd say four. Four All cars right. if they're sitting back to back to back. All right, you're definitely, definitely longer than 20 feet. Then. Wait, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, hold on. 
if let's say there's if it's four cars in a square is basically how I fit it. Oh, OK, I got you. I got you. I got but you. it's two cars back to back. Yeah, that's fine. It's probably it's probably a little maybe. Yeah, maybe a little over 20 feet. I don't know. See, and that's what I was sitting there thinking. I was like, it's technically three slabs, three separate slabs of concrete. Right. So it's girthy, it was, though, it sounds like. Yes, it is pretty girthy, I will say. Because like I said, you, it's a girthy driveway. Yeah. Girthy yeah, units. you can like sit four, four cars on the driveway in a square pattern. But it was five hours of it. And man, I, so I'd like to say I'm Southern, but Lord, was I redneck the other day. And my neck is still bothering the crap out of me. I bet. I from bet. All that because of how bad I burnt the crap out of it. But Whoops. Oh, well, hey, it was satisfying. It got done, but I had to have two beers at the end of it because I literally said to Stacey, I was like, you know, I'm really not feeling water right now. I want something refreshing. She goes, why don't you have a beer? And I was like, babe, you're a genius. You're a genius. <laughs> Ice cold. Yes, so sir. This is why I keep you around during the coronavirus. Yeah, that's right. Beer fetcher. Just <laughs> that, was, that was really nice of her. <laughs> Beer fetcher extraordinaire. <laughs> I've been trying to train my cat to go get me beers, but it hasn't been working very well. I don't think she has the uh, the strength to open mm. the fridge, but yeah, probably not. Eventually, we'll get it. Yeah, <laughs> just use use her uh, her leg muscles to just like tie like I don't know one of those little uh, bobbly toys they have on the strings for cats onto the door and just have her bite onto it and then try to leap with it and see if that works. See, and that's what I was thinking, but she just, she hasn't gotten it down. And I will say our beers are in a little mini fridge, so it would be a lot less power, I guess, that goes into opening it. A lot less force, I guess, is the word I'm looking for uh, that call. goes into it. But she, uh, she has not taken to it very kindly as of yet. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So what have you been doing with your isolation period? Obviously, you said you pressure washed. What have you been up to, Cade? Yeah, man. I uh, Let's see. Since this has begun, um, I mowed my yard. That's been a little bit now. Mowed my yard, worked out there a little bit, pressure washed the back porch. That's It looks great. It feels better on my, my bare feet. It's fantastic. Um, I have been playing a lot of Xbox. I have been... Uh, spending some time with my wife, watching some TV. Just started the old Tiger King yesterday. For those out there who are getting into that, uh, <laughs> what is that wow. about? I keep seeing stuff on social media. Wow, it's it. it's a um, for lack of a better term, it is a genuine shitstorm, uh, is what it <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's the, one of those like train wrecks you just can't look away from. There's only seven episodes. I've, I'm more on episode three. I didn't binge it all at once. I can't do that with TV for some reason, but uh yeah watch it uh i would make the recommendation just because two episodes in i'm like wow this is uh what is even going on right now is and it every... kind of like sorry to interrupt you is oh, it good. like um oh gosh what was that it's um it's a tv show that basically plays off of people and i think it's philadelphia or something always and sunny. wait what it's always sunny no 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 not okay. always sunny it's something with Phil. I think they're in Philadelphia. And like, I remember there's a like, a, it's about a family and the dad is a drunk or whatever. He's a drunk. He's a drunk or a drug addict or one of the two. Uh, my wife watched. I'm trying to remember. Uh, Shameless is what it is. Gotcha. 
Shameless. That is a train wreck, and it gives me so much freaking anxiety because I sit there and I watch it and I go, I hate people like this. I don't like it. Um, I don't like that kind of show. Is it kind of like not, that? No, it's like it's like an actual like I would call it a documentary. Like because this is all real stuff that's um has taken place. It was like over a five year period, I guess. Like the whole story start. This is not really giving you any sort of spoilers, but the whole the whole story starts with this guy who basically went to go do some, I guess, report or, or investigative documentary for like some snakes or some crap that he seized or found. And then in the process of doing that, some guy who was there in one of his vans had a, um, a basically, I mean, all of them are, are smuggled because it's illegal and it's, it's, uh, they're endangered species, but they had a snow leopard in the back of his car. And uh, they got to asking questions about it and it completely turned them on to like, I have to figure out like this whole big cat operation that's going on around the United States where people are harboring all these, uh, you know, illegal animals. But they still like they they've turned a lot of these places, they turn them into either like a sanctuary or a zoo or whatever. Um, and so it kind of follows around. There's like three or four so far kind of like, quote unquote, main characters. Is it like a reenactment? No, no, no. It's like they're like actual people. Like it's uh, I, the, I, the main guy, uh, which I think you've see, probably seen some memes on already. His name is Joe Exotic. And uh, I haven't got to the point yet where he did whatever he did to end up in jail. I just know that that's the case because the Internet posts about it all the time. OK, but like, OK, so this is the only thing I'll ask, though. Is there like animal abuse shown in it or whatever else? So far, no. I mean, the one lady who hates everybody else, uh, her name's Carol Carol Baskin, I think it is, and they basically talk about how they think that she murdered her husband and fed him to the tigers. But that's what that meme was about. Yeah, yeah. So she she's the one who thinks that everybody else is um, not treating them right. But then she because and she gets mad basically that they have these tigers that they keep in cages. But she does the same thing. The only difference is, I guess, is that she's like a like rescues them as opposed to the other guys are like all breeding them and stuff. Can you say hypocrisy? Yeah. Oh, no, it is hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's like really bad it, as far as hypocrisy goes. But yeah, so it's nuts. But anyways, that's what I've been up to during this whole thing. <laughs> I've uh, been uh, same thing about the same thing. Doing a lot of Call of Duty playing. I've gotten pretty good at playing Call of Duty, uh, playing with some of my boys on there. Um, trying to think of what else I've been doing. There's not been a ton that I've been doing. It's mostly stuff around the house. So one thing I've always loved doing, and I haven't done in a long time, and so this is the first time I've actually like kind of jumped back into it, is a, I love woodworking. I used to, so I was a big theater person my entire life growing up, and so I did a lot of um, uh, tech work and that kind of stuff. And so obviously you have to do set building and that kind of stuff. And so um, my wife, this was, gosh, months, probably about almost nine, 10 months ago, she got this chest bench thing that she said, oh, I really want to redo this. I want to remake it. Uh, basically, it's already kind of built, but like the back of it, there's uh, particle board and that kind of stuff that's coming apart. Um, and she wanted it repainted and everything else. So we were like, okay. I told her, I was like, I'll redo it. I'll redo it. I've just never gotten around to doing it. I sanded it. Like the first week we got it, I sanded a little bit of it and then I ran out of sandpaper and then I went and bought more and then never touched it again. So now I have a ton of time. So I was like, well, I guess I'll start working on that. So I've started 
redoing all of it. I've like sanded. I got so mad the other day. I sanded about three quarters of it. I started working on the front because there's a drawer uh, attached to it, basically at the bottom. It's a bench. It's like, I guess the best way to describe it is, you know, for mud rooms where I guess it's a bench where you sit down and it's also got a drawer where you could put shoes in and that kind of stuff is mostly what it's for to take off right. your shoes and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I gotten around to started working on the front of the drawer and then I was going to sand the sides of the drawer just where you have to paint and that kind of stuff. And then I was going to do the other side, the left side. And of course, I run out of freaking sandpaper. I got so mad. I was like, really? So and I had to run back out and go get more. And you know, when you're on a good flow, you're like really working, you're doing really, really good. And then you run out and you're like, yeah, oh, it's it's not a it's not a project like that unless you actually have to go to like Lowe's or Home Depot or some crap like that at least like twice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and I'm going to have to do a run out to uh, Lowe's or Home Depot because I have to go replace the particle board on the back because the humidity has gotten to it. So it's just starting to do it. But it's really nice to be working on a hobby that I haven't done in God knows how long. It's probably been about five years since I've done something like that. And I used to build, I, I've built a good amount of stuff. And especially when it comes to sets, we used to be building a ton of stuff. So it's fun to get back into doing this all over again. My main issue is I don't have saws or anything else like that. I just have your basic normal tools. So uh, I'm like, I told Stacy the other day, I was like, you know, we're going to have to make a run out. So I need to start building up my tool collection again. I think I'm going to need to go get a miter and a, a saza and that kind of stuff. And she was like, uh-huh, okay. <laughs> you gotta have to, man. You gotta have that's pretty cool though. That's actually really cool. Yeah. There was I at one point I had built <laughs> actually me and a team of guys, uh, we were doing the Little Mermaid Jr. and we built an entire freaking uh boat. And when I say like a boat, I mean like the thing was massive. It was I remember we got a four by four that was 14 feet long that we ended up placing to put the sails on. I mean, this was an actual like sized boat. It was basically um, obviously cut down to like the size of I think it was who if I remember it was 30 feet long is what it was. But we built this entire thing and it was it was it was a monstrosity. But that was awesome. Wow. It was so much fun to build. And I don't know. I always really loved woodworking because you kind of can see it's nice to see your finished product, right? And see it being used and everything else. And that was my joy with theater in the end is you put so much work into something and to see it uh, be in front of you, you know what I mean? And people yeah, enjoy it. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. And I mean, even to go back to pressure washing, you were talking about it being satisfying. I don't know. It's just something about that. And when you're done and you look at it, you're like, yeah, I did this. I know it's to a much lesser scale but you know it's like the feeling of accomplishment with stuff exactly exactly trust me that's how i felt with uh the pressure washing man it felt incredible at the end of it i was like look at that drive what the worst part was it was still a little wet because we had to go back over and get the dirt off of it so i was like wow this looks like crap the next morning i went out and i was like oh, this looks amazing look how yeah. shiny it is <laughs> absolutely man it's it's the uh, i don't know it's one of the little pleasures i suppose yeah, man. We've just been trying to find a lot of projects to do around the house. Do as much as we can right now to obviously occupy the time uh, for those who most likely, I feel like, are aware and are listening. Obviously, the theme parks are closed. Um, so, Kate and I, if you haven't drawn conclusions at this point, kind of work at the parks. Um, but we kind of are out of work. I mean, thank God we work for a great company who's paying us right now. But 
uh, it's going to be almost five weeks in the end of all this. So it's really trying to find time to to occupy or things to occupy your time during the time frame. Animal Crossing has taken a lot of my time so far, Cade. Yeah, that's awesome. I was going to I haven't I haven't downloaded it or got it yet, uh, but I am interested in doing so. Oh, it has been fantastic. I've played it for the last, I think, five days. And so far, and I'm not doing any of the time jumping. So time jumping for those who don't know, basically what you do is your console, uh, the game runs on real time. Uh, So basically, if it's four o'clock in the afternoon in real life, it's four o'clock in the afternoon on your game, uh, tracks time via your Wi-Fi. But you can technically reset your console to where um, it will, you you can change the time on your console to eight o'clock a.m. And so everything resets inside of the game. As in, like, um, you can get sticks and rocks and that kind of stuff that you have to collect to build things and do things. Um, And everything resets on a new day. So if you run out of supplies, you run out of supplies. So a lot of people have been time jumping or time travelers, as they call it. Um, I have not done that. I refuse to. I'm going to play this game right because I got three more weeks to do in this. So I'm going to get as far as possible in three weeks. Yeah, I mean, you might as well. You might as well. Especially because you got time. Like, I think it's if you didn't have the time then sure i could see wanting to get ahead but i don't know it's part of the fun i feel oh, like yeah. when you do have the time it's a lot of fun and i've been playing all by myself so i haven't had anyone like come on to my island or anything else inside of the game so it's an online game so people can come over or you can go over to other people's island i haven't done that i've kept it strictly independent and so far i'm doing all right i'm doing all right i'm i'm gonna survive this island so i'm i'm happy it's actually uh, a fun game i got faith in you man i got faith in you you're the only one. <laughs> not, true, not true. Not true. Not true. <laughs> so the the other thing I wanted to kind of talk about while we uh, kind of have the time here, Kate, can we talk about Tom Brady going to the Bucks? Yeah, yeah, we sure can. Um, I know a few friends who are big Bucks fans who are uh, super excited about it. Um, I want to be excited for them, but I'm going to. I have my reservations, and I only say that because I. He's got to play better than he did last year if they want a chance. Like I think that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were the better option as far as a, a more of a built team being ready to compete. Uh, the defense is already solid, and uh, the offensive line and receivers are pretty good. If they had a quarterback last year that didn't throw thirty interceptions, then they might have actually, you know, made a push for the playoffs. There, they went on a nice actually win streak and then screwed it up towards the end because Jameis uh, set a record for the most pick sixes in NFL history in a season. Um, which that's a surefire way to lose Whoa. games. Uh, and taking it from someone who had Blake Bortles as their quarterback at one point, um, trust me, uh, <laughs> been there. But uh, I, yeah, it's 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 I, I want to see it play out. I'm, I'm interested to see. I think that his success, he's set up for success. And uh, I think Tom Brady's probably one of the hardest working athletes out there as far as making sure that he's prepared and ready. And uh, truth be told, that's the biggest difference between um, the great ones and the ones who are just good is they they put the work in, they put the prep in. And him uh, and Peyton Manning are are perfect examples over time of guys who, you know, physically ne- don't necessarily have some of the talent that you see some of these these kids that have these days, but they put prep in unlike anybody else. And they're just incredibly smart. And so, um, yeah, man, it's, it's interesting. It, it'd be interesting to see if maybe Tampa can be that first team to play in the Super Bowl in their home stadium. Yeah, we'll see. I'll say my personal opinion is 
I, I think the Bucks are a good and complete team, but at the same time, I don't think they are Super Bowl capable, to be honest. Because if it would have been done, I mean, don't get me wrong, I feel like a quarterback makes a lot of the games. But, I mean, if Joe Flacco can win a Super Bowl and <laughs> be a crappy quarterback, then right. that proves the quarterback doesn't really fully make a difference. Um, I, I think truly a lot of it was a money thing, in my personal opinion. I think a lot of it came down to New England wasn't willing to pay him the money that he wanted to get paid. Um, and they kind of went back and forth. And I think he was ready for a change in a way. But I think the other part of it is they weren't willing to pay out the money that he was used to getting paid uh, because of his age and his stats prior year and that kind of stuff. And so I think he was like, fine, I'm just going to go and find whoever's going to give you the best bidder right now. And I think that was Tampa Bay. I mean, that's my personal opinion. I think some of it comes down to competition. Sure. Is that I think he said, oh, I'm willing to, to go here and that kind of stuff. I'm willing to, to head over to, you know, Tampa Bay and go play with some of these players. But I don't think it came down to, to competition. Right. I think he would have gone to another heavy hitter team. Uh, someone who definitely got further in the playoffs than, uh, than the Bucks. Uh, or further into the season. But I think, obviously, like what you said, Jameis Winston kind of contributed. But I don't know. I think a lot of it was motivated by money. And we'll see. Have they announced how many years the contract is yet? Uh, I believe it's just uh, two years, $30 million, uh, per year. Uh, so two years, $60 million contract. The last thing that I heard, so the last report uh, that came out, I think, two days ago, was that back in 2000, I think it was after 2017, uh, that when San Francisco was trying to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo, that uh, Belichick offered them Tom Brady instead. And uh, when he found out about it, he began negotiating his contract to uh, give himself a way to get out because I guess that rubbed him the wrong way. Um, and it's led to this moment right now, I suppose, is that uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's more along the lines now that he's pissed at old boy to the point where he's trying to prove that he can be successful without him. But um, I don't know. That's it's still I guess it's still technically all just really speculation. But yeah, right now it's all up in the air, but we'll see. I mean, I'll say it'd be an awesome redemption story for him to leave the team and go and win with another one after being so aggravated. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I think there's a lot more drama behind the scenes than what we normally ever do see. You know? Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Cade, I got something that I think will make you laugh a little bit. I think we all need a little bit of laughter in times like these. I think so. Uh, but I got another odd article here for everyone. Uh, it's a good one. It's another one from Fox News. They really do have the best odd news articles. It's wonderful. Um, so, Cade, I'm going to want you to guess where you think this occurred in. Uh, it's a okay. state. I'll throw that out there. It's in the United mm -hmm. States. But I want you to guess what state this occurred in. Okay. All right. Uh, so blank, the headline headline is blank woman gives birth in Walmart toilet paper or aisle report says. <laughs> I a really woman... feel like, go ahead, go ahead. Uh -huh. No, say so I really feel like there's only two possibilities here. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll let you draw conclusions as we go. Um, and then if you need any hints, feel free to ask. Uh, but at the end of this, I'll let you determine where it came from. Uh, a woman reportedly gave birth in the toilet paper aisle of Walmart in blank last week after her water broke while she was shopping, according to a report. A nurse who happened to be present in the blank Walmart assisted the woman 
uh, assisted the mother while a store manager held up a sheet for privacy. How kind. Um, <laughs> but apparently firefighters arrived and they helped deliver the baby. Uh, apparently the store manager was like, crowd control I'm really not really good at. And I'm not the best with blood. So that was my job, holding the sheet and crowd control, making sure that nobody invaded what privacy that poor lady still had. The process reportedly took 45 minutes. Customers, meanwhile, could be heard cheering as the woman and her new baby were taken by ambulance. I feel like this is a movie scene. You know what I mean? And yeah, they're going to yeah. like lift her up and like throw her up and down, you know, and, and cheer. And there's going to be like a really big song in the background is what uh-huh. I'm picturing. Uh, right (laughs) you know a feel-good moment uh you you know a feel-good moment everybody's going through so much with a baby it's like everything coming full circle so yeah i'd want to be bringing a baby into this world no not really right now it's dicey uh but it's just hilarious that everything's going on uh apparently she did get the toilet paper in the end that she needed um and the toilet paper (laughs) paper towels and other products seemingly not essential for dealing with the novel coronavirus has been flying off the shelves uh people have been panic buying so i'm curious if anyone bought the baby that's my curiosity uh but uh, it seems low not... low rate <laughs> oh it's it's marked down it's rolled back you know okay roll back prices <laughs> so i'll say i don't think it, it is a bit of an I, I feel like it's the state you'd kind of expect it from but at the same time i don't think so so Cade, what are i'll give you three guesses here Okay. So it's either if it's my gut wants to go with the obvious pick, which is Florida, but I have a feeling that's not it. You're yeah, that would be correct. And the main reason I say that's not it is because it was lacking the uh a shock factor from there, right? Right. So they like found heroin on the baby or exactly. something. Exactly. You know? Like, yeah, she had a baby and out of her uh vagina came two grams of cocaine. <laughs> You know, like that's fully what I would expect if it was Florida. That's what we were missing for Florida. So it's not Florida. And then a gator comes running by, you know, something along those lines. Exactly. Exactly. So my second choice was going to be Alabama. But uh, the, the based off of the quote that you read from it, it sounded like it was at least literate. So I don't think it was Alabama. <laughs> okay. So this is how I'm narrowing it down. So okay. par- I like the other the, part like of it. me. The other part of me right now is is I'm leaning towards like the Midwest because I feel like <laughs> it's either the Midwest or it's California. And I just don't feel like it's California because of their uh, they've been on stay at home orders for like a week now. And if this okay. just happened, then this was published three days ago. Three so. days. Yeah. So yep. it's not California. So I want to say it's either like Kansas or Missouri. Holy crap, Cade. Your process of elimination is wonderful. It is Missouri. <laughs> no way. No way. 100%. It's Missouri woman gives birth in Walmart toilet paper aisle, report says. That's outrageous. So I give you props. I really give you props. I can't believe you narrowed it down like that. Like this is That's how much I've been subjected to outrageous news stories. Is that just based <laughs> on how it's written, you can tell where it comes from. You know, I'll, I'll say that was a really good process of elimination, but I'm I'm not surprised it came from Missouri. When I found this, I was like, this sounds interesting. Um, and then to see that it came from Missouri, I was not surprised. It, it kind of <laughs> sounded like, yep, this would occur in Missouri. Yes. Yeah, it sounds like a Midwest thing. I, I mean, uh, if I didn't say Kansas or Missouri, I was going to say Illinois. So it was going to be one of those. Honestly, I give or you even props. possibly Oklahoma. I, I give you props for narrowing that down, man. Oklahoma, ooh, that would be an Oklahoma would be an interesting one, but I yeah. feel like it would be like I, I don't know. I I feel I feel like 
Oklahoma, it would have to do with corn or something along those lines in the middle yeah. of it. You know? Oklahoma just is barely not Texas, but they're also just barely not like actually the Midwest either. So it's like it's they're they're like a weird mix. And based off of the quote from uh the folks in there, I just didn't see it being <laughs> Oklahoma. So what if you got like the quote in here was like, shoot far. You can't believe that baby came on out. That was incredible. Immediately, I would have said either Alabama or Oklahoma (laughs) or Mississippi. possibly. I was going to say, I would have gone Mississippi, Alabama or. um, (laughs) No, if it was Alabama, it would have been shoot far. I can't believe that baby came out. Roll Tide. (laughs) (laughs) Can't believe it came out my cousin like that. (laughs) We can still be cousins. I got me a Neff son now. You know, I'm really curious because they had to use a sheet. If she had to pay for the sheet or if they just expensed it, like what what happened? Because I assume that thing has got to be dirty. I imagine it was probably donated. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I just, you know, I'm just curious. Yeah. I'm yeah. asking the important questions here, Cade. Hey, you know, it's what we all need. All right. All so, we didn't realize we needed. Uh, yeah, let's be honest. So I got one more thing that I was going to share. I just... So and we were ranting about this in our last episode was people like hoarding toilet paper and hoarding supplies and stuff. And interestingly enough, I ran across a Vice News article where basically they went around to these stores where people were hoarding toilet paper and taking rolls and rolls. And they asked people, why are they buying loads of toilet paper? And it was really interesting. A lot of the answers are uh, so Vice. It's basically they asked multiple, multiple people. One person was 65. They asked this person, said, why are you buying so much toilet paper? And they said, I'm buying this because I could see everyone panicking, and I'm also panicking, LOL. Uh, I would say I'm buying this for the sake of precaution. And then it's funny, they asked them back. But as far as I know, the virus doesn't actually change your gastrointestinal habits, though. They said, well, yes, but you know. And they responded back with, no, I don't know. No, I don't know. And uh, they're just saying, my friends are going crazy over it. And then they heard, oh, it's being resold on eBay. Uh, They asked the guy who was 30, and then he said, I'm scared that other people will buy all of it. Um, another guy who was 21, he said, they said, Hey, uh, his name's Danny. Why are you buying all this toilet paper? He said, because we're all idiots legit. So well, that guy was great, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, props to him. <laughs> and then, uh, I guess they asked a the mother why they think, uh, people are hoarding toilet po- paper. And I think they said they're just scared, but it's really interesting. I, I found this article really, really super interesting. If, like I said, if you want to look it up. Go ahead, Kate. What? No, I'm sorry. I'm just laughing at the fact that they said I'm just scared. Well, right. It's just like, really? Really? I mean, like, it's just it's interesting because we were talking about it last week that I ran across this article where they're literally interviewing people about why are you buying so much toilet paper in bulk? There's really no reason to. And I kid you not, I went to I've gone to the store probably about like three times just to pick up some small stuff, but we're trying to avoid going out as much as possible. Um and there has been zero toilet paper the entire time. Now, I'm really happy, me and my wife, I had a coupon for some Angel Soft, and it was 50 cents off, and like a month ago, I bought like a 24-pack, so I have not had to buy any. But in the case that, let's say, we ran at, like, we were getting close, I don't know what I'd do. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. Go jump inside of the shower like we were talking about before. Yeah, I say we <laughs> talked about last week, you know, I guess if you'd you know, take a take a dookie and you gotta and it's not uh, a a clean break or anything that uh, I guess you just gotta hop in the shower and open clean the bed. break. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh man. 
All right, Cade. Well, I think we wrap this thing up. I think people are tired of hearing about dookies from us. So No, no, no. I don't think so. I think that they love that subject. Yeah. And I hope next week we do like uh, Rag Chew Duke Express, like uh, <laughs> like se- whole segment, you know? Just... Yeah, I think it's just best if we pinch this one off and, and call it from there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, I think yeah, I think you're onto something there. <laughs> well, uh, Cade, you got any parting words for us here? Any Cade quotes? Um, uh, yeah, I have one for you today. Uh, Cade quote of the day: short, simple, sweet. Um, it's uh, you know, because of how it is, you know. Now, I just want to put out there: uh, don't forget to check on your friends and your neighbors, and uh, you know, call somebody, uh, listen to them, see what they're up to, uh, make sure everybody's all right, and look out for each other, and uh, don't uh, don't hoard toilet paper. So, yeah. oh yeah, listen. I, I, the only thing I'll throw out is this is the perfect time to be FaceTiming everyone. If you need to get your social contact. Thank God for FaceTime. Group FaceTime is a thing, folks. Oh, it is. It is. It's a good time. It's a good time. Well, thanks for joining us over on RagChew. Don't forget, you can go and follow us over at RagChew Podcast. And then, of course, we want to hear what you're doing with your isolation time. So uh, tweet at us, Facebook, anything. We want to hear from you. So uh, don't party too hard out there, folks. Thank you for, uh, for joining us. Now get on out of here. Bye now. <laughs>